Why do you care? I remember being asked this quixotic question in 2016 by a Muslim teenager named Sari. We had just stepped off the bus in Tel Aviv after meeting in Jerusalem with young Israelis and Palestinians. There we met to discuss traveling to the United States for a summer peace building and leadership program with Jerusalem Peace Builders, the interfaith nonprofit organization I have served with for the last nine years. For Sari, it was his second year in the program, so he had a pretty good idea of what to expect, but was struggling to understand the bigger picture. Why are you here? Why do you care? Hearing his curiosity and confusion, my knee-jerk reaction was to say, I am here because I choose to care, because God calls me to care for you and the peoples of this land, to care about what happens here. It was a response I had long thought about but had rarely been asked so bluntly and called to respond. But now the time had come to proclaim the truth I believed in my heart to an impressionable, impressionable young man, a truth of faith, of love. From the words of the prophet Isaiah, here is my servant who I'm, whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights. Thus says God the Lord, who cre created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people upon it and spirit to those who walk in it. I am the Lord, I have called you in righteousness. I have taken you by the hand and kept you. Departing from that bus station, I walked home in wonder about how my words might impact Sari and his life. Would they plant a seed of faith? Would they open his eyes to God and inspire a new path of service? Would he find his own answer to that question, why do you care? I'm still waiting for that answer to be revealed more fully. But what I do know is that at that time, I spoke to a deeper truth in life. And that truth is compassion. In Hebrew, hesed, loving concern for others, for the suffering of others. For isn't that what our faith is all about? Coming home to our gospel, we find Jesus in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper. He is joined by his friends, Mary and Martha, and Lazarus, who he has just raised from the dead. In a little twist of our timeline, today's text picks up where the final Sunday of Lent leaves off. I know, Jesus is in Bethany for the night and will enter into Jerusalem on the next day, but before he does, there is one more thing that must take place. At dinner, he is joined at the table by the resurrected Lazarus. Martha serves and Mary 
takes out a pound of expensive perfume from the Himalayas and proceeds to pour it on Jesus' head and feet, wiping the latter with their hair. This moment of anointing, the application of oil as part of a religious ceremony, reminds us of stories from our Hebrew Bible in which David and other popular kings were anointed by prophets to lead Israel. In this case, the prophet tasked with this sacred responsibility is a woman, Mary of Bethany. Her anointing of Jesus before his death and burial lives into the messianic promise. Anointed one, liberator and savior of the world. And the house was filled with the fragrance of perfume. Yet seeing such an act of love, Judas Iscariot, the one who will betray Jesus, questions Mary's behavior, saying, why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and used to steal from the common purse. Sensing the hypocrisy, Jesus rebukes Judas, saying, leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. In witnessing Mary's fragrant act of compassion and Judas's hypocrisy, we are invited to enter into the mystery of Holy Week. Why care for Christ? Why follow Jesus into Jerusalem waving palms, wash another's feet, share a meal, and ultimately suffer death on a cross? But why? For our sins, he has lifted, he was lifted high upon the cross, that he might draw the whole world to himself, and by his suffering and death, he became the source of eternal salvation for all who put their trust in him. Through the search for meaning in our faith, we can hear that gentle, profound voice from God calling us to walk in the way of life and peace, to show compassion and loving kindness, the choice to leave behind our nets, swallow our pride, and forgive those who trespass against us, to follow his commandment to love one another as he loves us. I believe that each of us can and will find a way. For remember, when you bow down in faith, you will rise in glory. Amen.